Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest episode of Talking Jays. I'm Jose in New York. He's Kevin in New York. And with us, we have a very special guest, a friend of mine I've known from Facebook for a significant amount of time. He is a Gundam builder, just like myself. In fact, his collection, just I'm looking at it behind me, is completely amazing. Um, I, I'm just, just stunned at how big it's been growing and Every time I see him post new things that he's building, I'm just like, wow. I could just name a whole bunch of them because I've played with them in the Gundam series, uh, Dynasty Wars, because I could notice poor, poor, uh, Peru, I think her name is, and I can see the Castria behind you and a few of them. His name is Owen from Denver. Owen, how are you doing today? Hey, guys. How you doing? Thanks for having me. Owen, oh, what is it about Gundam building Gundams that that, that calls your te- called your attention in the beginning that you amassed this wonderful collection? Well, I started out way back when Gundam Wing got popular, so like you know, very late '90s, early 2000s, um, and I just liked that that uh, cheesy robot anime and uh, started you know getting. I already was a toy collector. Uh, Star Wars and Spawn primarily. Um, so I was like, sure, I'll, I'll get into some robot toys. And after finding that the selection of just action figures for Gundam was poor, discovered that there was models. And I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. So I started giving that a try and quickly got hooked. <laughs> so did you start building from the original series or you started building from Gundam Wing? Gundam Wing. Um, that one is was the first one that I got into, and then I only knew about the original, like about the UC timeline, because of OHMS Team, which also premiered around that same time. And I also watched that just because, like, oh, this is a Gundam thing too, even though they're very, very different. Because you know, UC Gundam is generally just like fairly straightforward war drama stuff, and like Wing Gundam is more a little more. Uh, like teen drama and stuff, and you know. Are you a are you a big fan of the big other series themselves? Is there a particular series that's your favorite of all time? I really like the UC series now. Um, like, um, yeah, I I kind of fell off the hobby after a while, um, and then a friend of mine from work, just because he knew that I was into Gundam at least a little bit, um, let me Gundam Unicorn. And he's just like, this one rules. You should watch it. And I was like, all right. Um, and I knew I knew the basic storyline of the UC timeline just from playing Dynasty Warriors Gundam, which you mentioned. Um, great games. I loved all three of those games. Um, and like they give you, you know, the bare bones story that you need to know for like 079 and Zeta and Double Zeta. And, all. and that's basically what you need to know to watch Unicorn is what happens in those stories. So if you hear the, if you hear the name Camille, do you go, Camille's a guy's name? <laughs> No. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I watched uh, I watched that one all in Japanese, so like, like you know, a lot of those kind of lines like don't really stick out with me that much now, and I only watched it once. Um, but yeah, so my friend gave me Unicorn. Uh, I absolutely loved it. I was like, oh my god, this is like the best. It's still like, it's my favorite Gundam anime. It might just be my favorite anime. Period. Um. This was probably like three years ago, and I've watched it like maybe six times since then. Um, and like, it's not super long. It's, you know, seven hour long 
ish episodes. But like, yeah, <laughs> I like that one a lot. Um, so yeah, that uh, that revived my uh, my interest in building the models. Oh, this what really did it was this same friend. His favorite uh, Gundam show is Iron Blooded Orphans. And yes, um, and he wanted me to check that one out too. And he got a like he got a box set of it that came with a special model of the uh, ball. Uh, the ball. Yeah. And he's, or no, not that ball, like the Bayel or whatever, the white and blue suit that's at the end of IBO. He had that. He doesn't make the models. So he was like, hey, if you watch this series, you can have this model. And I was like, mm, fine. <laughs> so, so, cause I, um, I was also at this time just kind of out on anime in general. Um, like I got real tired of a lot of like, like super cheesy tropes that can pop up in anime a lot. Um, so I really liked Gun Unicorn because it's very serious and straightforward and touching and like, you know, it's a war drama. It's, there's not a lot, there's no, not a lot of goofy stuff happening in that one. IBO does have plenty of that stuff while it is also a war drama, but there's like, there's harems in it and like there's a child bride. There's a bunch of stuff in it that I was like, mm. <laughs> But I did make it through the whole the whole series finally to get that kit, and then uh, he he just kept giving me kits, like he gave me one for my birthday, um, and one for Christmas, and then like uh, I ended up getting laid off from that job, and he gave me another one, and now we're just friends, like you know. So he he, he kind of kickstarted the whole the whole thing of back up for me. Is this an activity that you? I know you have children. Is this an activity that you share with your kids as well? No. They have no interest so far. Um, generally, if you want a kid to take an interest in something, you do not push it. Mm -hmm, that's true. So I'm just like, yeah, this is my thing that I'm doing. Uh, I've told, I've mentioned to my son that there are like really easy starter kits and stuff if he ever wants to give it a try. And he's been like, I don't know that. So I'm like, okay, whatever, you know. So yeah. I can understand you what you mean with uh, anime fatigue. And yes. especially once you hit those tropes, because when you're younger, I would say you get into like, even like for some people, not myself, I wasn't into Tenchi Muyo, but I loved, loved Hina growing up. You like those, like even harem animes are like, all right, that's really fun and interesting and great. But as you get older, it's like, okay, I need something with more bite to it. I need something with more story to it. And so yeah. I definitely understand what you mean by that for on that front, because when you're younger, you, you watch all these different things and you're like, you're, you're interested. You haven't really discovered the bigger world of what anime really can be. And, yeah. then, and then what happens is some people fall under the impression, oh, this is what anime is. And now realize that there's a deeper level to it. For example, with um, Space Cruiser Yamato, I don't know if you've ever seen that series or not. Or if you've ever Bits seen... Bits and pieces of it. Um, that's a very more serious in, in tailing series or Captain yeah. Harlock or even Galaxy Express. Um, a lot of the stuff that uh, even um, Osamu Tezuka, we had a, a guest, Frederick Schott, who translated a lot of the works of Osamu Tezuka into the United States. And I was talking to him about the thing that, I, that surprised me about Astro Boy is that Astro Boy, one of the things that he wanted upon creation was to be able to cry like a human being and it's like oh my god i never thought of this concept and the fact that he's putting it in this robot 
to exemplify innocence and of a child and all these different things. I thought it was really incredible. So going on that front, do you, is there anything that you watch um, now with your children that you, that you both enjoy or you, you animate more, more on your end and eventually they'll fall into, into line, into enjoying your anime as well? Yeah, it's, that's pretty much just me right now. Uh, my son has enjoyed a few, but it's just like Pokemon, Digimon, stuff like that. Um, you start him early. Yeah. You start him early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that's as far as he's delved into it. I did get him to watch um, the Lupin the Third movie, Castle of Cagliostro, one time, which I was amazed he even agreed to because that movie is like one year like I'm one year older than that movie. <laughs> like it's ancient. It's an old ass movie, but it's a great movie. And he was like, yeah, okay. Um, he's even been like, are there other Lupin movies? And I was like, oh God, yes. We could, you know, we'll find some more to watch. So I think I might've got him in that way. Have you um, watched any of the original series of uh, Lupin with him? No, it's, it's just been that one movie so far. He because is 10 and then my daughter is four. So she's she's not really into anything like that yet. With the good thing about Lupin is because that was made by Hayao Miyazaki, that movie Castle Cagliostro. At least right. you can sort of steer them towards enjoying um, oh, and pa- anime. He does like a few of those too. I I, I, I forgot. Uh, Ponyo was a favorite of his for a while, um, and like Kiki's Delivery Service and My Neighbor Totoro. He watched those a couple times too. That's pretty cool. So yeah, he's 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 dipped a toe in a little bit, but you know, he, he has lots of other. He's found plenty of other things that are streaming that he likes. Hmm. So what fascinated you about Gundam and building Gundams? Uh, yeah, like uh, like I said, I um, I collect toys, mm-hmm. um, and the cool thing about making a model kit is that, um. You know, you put it together yourself and you decide how much work you want to put into it. Like, you know, um, there are people who go nuts who do like, they'll do the entire thing. There's there's a technique where you can take the plastic from the runners and cut it out, put it into like cement and let it melt. And then when you put the pieces together, you can fill that up in all the seams and scratches and stuff. And then it'll all melt together as the same plastic. Mm-hmm. And then I you trim that. that off and people, yeah, and people like sand it and like, it looks amazing, takes forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen that. It yeah. takes a long time. But yep. And then th- those are the people that do that and they do full painting and like crazy custom jobs and stuff like that. That's crazy to have the pages to do that. Though. I don't think I can yeah. have the pages to do that. I like just building it. I like building stuff like that too. Yep. That's same. Yeah. That, that's, that's, that's where I do. I, I, I just do a, what's called a straight build, which is you mm-hmm. just put it together. Um, and I will also panel line it, which you can do with either, like there's just a pen you can get, mm-hmm. or there's this stuff called, to me, a panel liner, which is like, it's like an ink blotter. And it's just like a little dipper that you put in there. And then you like put this ink in the lines and it just like zips through and like fills out the lines. It's cool. It does like a, it's called a capillary effect, I think. Yes, yeah. when it sort of drips down it towards, uh, it fills. Yeah, up and, and and it just like fills up all the lines. It's neat. Um, so I'll do that, which that'll add a lot of detail. So what fascinated you about like uh, 
robot anime or robots and stuff like that, just in general? Um, I know, you know, I liked Transformers when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when Gundam came along, I was like, oh, cool, more big robots. And then, like, you know, more animes, came, you know, like Big O. I enjoyed Big O a lot, Escaflone. Um, so, yeah, the, I don't know. That was just one of the one of the genres that hit for me, Evangelion. The thing that sort of amazed me was that you're a big fan of Mass Effect. So that makes me wonder, is space something that's always been interesting for you? Because obviously Mass Effect deals with space, Gundam deals with space. You mentioned that you're interested in Star Wars. Is, is yep. space anime something that just calls your attention most? Are you big into Macross? Has that been something that you that you also enjoy in any way? No, I've never never gotten into Macross. But yeah, I just, I think space is rad. Yeah, I'm a big Star Wars fan. Uh, have been a long time. Um, long time. The, uh, yeah, never got into Macross, but like, you know, Cowboy Bebop. Um, there was another one I was just had in my mind that I forgot. But yeah, like space stuff like that is cool. Um, and I was yeah, like maybe, what's that one with the bounty hunters? Uh, not Cowboy Bebop, the other one that I lost. I lost Star. I lost Star. I don't think I, I think I caught a few episodes of that one here and there on like Cartoon Network once or twice, but I never got real into that one. But yeah, uh, yeah, I think space is cool. <laughs> yeah, me too. I agree. Like, I, there's this game that I used to that I used to play. It's called Zone of the Enders. Yes. Yeah, that, that by the Metal Gear guy. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, Hideo Kojima. Shout out to him. But uh, <laughs> yeah, when I played that game and specifically the second one and saw how space, how he envisioned space through his games, it was just amazing. Like you see Jupiter and all that stuff and all yeah. that. Yeah. It's so amazing to see that stuff, and it's uh, and you can just only imagine like in the future with some of these games that's just going to take place in space. You know, it's just like, yeah. How how many and this and that's the thing. We only have nine planets in our solar systems. There's solar systems out there that there's more planets out there, and no, we still haven't discovered. Yeah, we just there. haven't gone there to that to that level yet to go over there and just be like discover those planets. We just only. We only, it's only been discovered through the telescope, but not actually, you know. Discovery. That's a, that's a yeah. beautiful thing about anime, though, is because yeah, it, yeah. It, it opens up the imagination to other spatial discoveries and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, um, there's a book that uh, mentioning back, going back to Frederick Schott that, I, that uh, we talked about, and I don't know if you're interested in it, Owen. He wrote a book about robots in Japan. And how basically Astro Boy was one of the things that created this, this thought into people into wanting to build robots. And eventually he used this to be able to go out to space to be able to discover all these different planets and see in, uh, or inhabitable planets and whatnot. And it's, it's beautiful because it allows the, the, we are thinking about expanding further and further out into the universe and discover all these things. And many ways, even like the, with games like Mass Effect and games like Zone of the Enders and all these things, it just expands the mind into recognizing that there's a there's much bigger things out there than just Earth in itself. That there's so much discovery out there. Just you know, eventually, man will be able to go past certain 
past our limits now and just keep on developing and going further and further. I think that would be incredible. I don't know about the alien discoveries and stuff like that or new types, but I keep on telling people, I say, you got to really watch the, the Gundam anime because it's all about what happens when, you know, people keep on saying, oh, I'm going to, we're going to want to send people to Mars and, and to live there and stuff like that. And I said, well, will they be governed by the, by, you know, the earth? <laughs> right. And stuff like that, because that's one of the beautiful things about Gundam. Gundam is really, if you think about it, it's, it's an allegory for war, which is the sad part about it, but it's right. really about, there's a lot of things politically that's in there. That's interesting. There's also about the evolution of man. There's so many things that come out of this series that that I, I particularly enjoy. Um, have you had a chance to read the novel, the original novel where Gundam was based from, by any chance? No, um, I've not gotten into any of the novels or anything yet. Um, I've been slowly working my way through the older UC series. Um, I've done the, I haven't done the 079 full series, but I've done the movie trilogy for it a couple times um and then i did all of zeta gundam and all of uh 083 no i haven't gotten a double zeta yet um 083 uh stardust memory have you done um 080 uh the the one that i think is the uh, war episodes? in the pockets yes no i i that's the next one i mean to get to because that one's super short too yeah, it's and one of the super tragic good. ones as far as yeah, I, as far yeah. as i know Bernie, yeah. <laughs> I noticed one thing about when I built Gundam models, like how is it how Japanese culture has really highly influenced it? Because like if you really look at the helmet and the samurai helmet, it really yep. looks like samurais. Oh, like, totally. Yeah. Surprise. No, that's totally what what they're going for. Yeah, like that that totally is the intention. Like a robotic samurai. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just that. That's one of the first thing, things about it because I I was like way back in the day with wing and stuff. I'm like, what's with the What's with this thing on their head there? Mm -hmm. And then after a while, it's like, oh, like after a while, when I became more of a weeb and watched more anime and stuff like mm -hmm. that, I was like, oh, it's like a samurai helmet. Cool. Mm -hmm. But yeah. yeah they would have crescents. Yeah, they would have crescents or they would have like different yeah, um, uh -huh. symbols on their, on their helmets. Yeah. yeah. But like the thing that I honestly have to say that fascinated me about uh um, mech anime is definitely like what you said transformers was definitely one of those things that i grew up watching and i was like wow and like exo squad too remember exo squad yeah exo squad was that awesome. was one of those things that's like remember how expensive those toys were one toy was like about like 200 i don't i don't know that one oh man Squad was an american series where these guys are going to these, machines mm -hmm. like not like Gundam, but more like the one from Aliens, the first yeah, alien. yeah, like the alien yes, yes, goes into yeah, that, uh -huh. that, that, that. I don't like, know. It was in the second alien movie where she has like that, she's inside a mobile suit almost. Oh, the low yeah. lifter thing, so yes, yes, it's basically an alien race versus the human race, and they it's just like kind of like Macross but different. It's, it's really it interesting. The, the toys, yeah, I toys think they so made the toys expensive. first before they made that. The, oh the my god, because so these toys, was, so it was were, one of those where they just backwards engineered it. One yeah. toy alone would set you back like 60 to 70 to god, 80 dollars. More than that, <laughs> that's it was just more than that. basically, it was so expensive. These toys, they were like, had them with batteries in it. 
And they were just, uh, oh man, it was so. Expensive. But they were so cool. Yeah, they were cool. I remember, <laughs> I remember my grandfather when before he passed, uh, he would give, he gave my brother one, and I was like, oh man, where's mine? And uh, we just had to share it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because those <laughs> were just so expensive, man. <laughs> so we would, yeah, it was just so expensive, but it was so cool. It was one of those things. Like I, I, I remember like when you actually like had like one of those toys with like the trigger, and you shoot the weapon out. It was one of those things. Yeah, because you pull down the arm and yeah. the arm shoots a missile yeah. out. So it's like, I think one of the reasons why they probably stopped it is because no, kids can choke. So expensive. Yeah, kids can choke on the toys too. Yeah, but it was way too expensive. Man. Uh, yeah, shout out to Exo Squad, whoever is out there and knows about that, that uh, animated series. But the here's the thing that I wonder with you, and Kevin, I know it fascinates you. Have you ever seen any of the manuals? Not the manuals that come with the Gundam models to be able to build it but the actual manuals to give you the schematics on these things like there are actual books that give you the schematics the the like the uh, internal designs to be able to build the own robot pretty much for a gundam like they did oh kunio <laughs> designs and then you just look at it he shows you the gears the nuts the bolts everything internally the only thing they can't give you is a computer that basically runs the machine but they show you like every yeah. little piston and, and screw and everything, everything you can imagine. It, it yeah. fascinates me because it's like, oh my God, the, the, the fact that they're, 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 these things aren't just, I'm just going to draw a robot that, that can kill other robots or whatever. No, there's, there's an actual mechanical engineering yeah. process behind these things. Yeah, that's one of the things I really like about Gundam is how hard sci-fi it goes in that direction. You know, um, there, there's still like some hand-waving because it's an anime, but like, yeah, they'll, they'll really go deep on those sorts of details and I usually think it's pretty cool. Like, uh, I think the thing that's most hand-waved is just like, how, how are you piloting it? What exactly, <laughs> what exactly are, are you, by, by pushing that lever forward, how exactly... Is that telling the robot to sprint forward, jump, pull its sword, and then slice in a diagonal <laughs> slash to the right? You know, like that's, that's the a, thing that's that I'm. That's because of new types. So that's because of new types. Uh, but uh, there's an awful lot of people piloting suits who are new types, but sure. You know what? I want to have this discussion because my brother and I always had this discussion. What would win in a fight? A ZOE orbital frame or a Gundam? It depends, I think, it depends what series of Gundam you're talking about, Kevin. No, well, Name one that could actually challenge an orbital frame. You can, you have the Hyakushiki, Hyakushiki is it called? The the, the, the one that Char uses in the, the, the gold one. Yeah, the one. gold one. Mm -hmm. I think the Sorry, against the... What's the thing it's going up against, though? Orbital frame from ZOE. Oh, okay. Okay, so Jehuti versus... Yeah, let's see. That, the, which one can you think could compete with Jehuti? Which one uses I don't know. bits? Because, no, man, that when he Even does that, that vector the cannon, element. bro, he knows what I'm talking about. The vector cannon in Zone of the Enders 2? What? That thing is destructive. It's been a while. I don't I don't remember no, Zoe, Zoe that, that well. Yeah, yeah those, are, those are both fun. I definitely played them both a bunch, but I don't recall a ton of the specifics. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember how big the orbital frames are supposed to be compared to a average mobile suit. Yeah, I want to see if there's a model that I would like to build. You'd have to figure out. The, I'm pretty sure the there model, is. Yeah, there yeah. is a Jehuti model out there. I'm pretty sure I have seen that. Yeah, 
<laughs> so if you ever get the desire for one of those, you can probably yeah, find I, it. I definitely and then you have to do the math and, and calculate uh, how the tall the Anubis one, the Ajet, the, 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 the yeah, those are those are you those can those even beat that cool, like, Max, man. Those are really cool Max. Yeah, so you know. haven't gotten into Macross yet. I really think you would love it because the the. the if you follow the timelines and everything, which is just absolutely convoluted, they keep up like, okay, we made a series that's a prequel to everything else before. Okay, no, this is actually at the end of this series. They just keep on just jumping in timelines and that really becomes very difficult. But I think Macross is pretty cool because they have the Batroid, Batroid where they just walk on two legs, a bipedal, they become a jet, and then they can also become the, an entire full, um, uh, a full, robot almost like a mobile suit i think that those are right pretty fly i i think i think um the reason i never got that into macross is because i they made a transformer right that was just exactly the macross robot right it was a transformer that could turn into a jet but could also turn into a robot it could be half robot and half jet like jet with the arms and legs and then turn into the full robot and it looked just like that macross robot so I had that, and I was like, "This is all of it, though, right?" Because <laughs> isn't that isn't that what basically all the suits in Macross are? Yeah, there's a few of us that are that way. It's but I think the, the the good thing about Macross is it's only if you watch the original one, it's only 36 episodes, hmm. so you could get through it pretty quickly. And then if you're interested, you can see Macross Zero or Macross Plus and anything that precedes it afterwards. But it's, I think what's also great about it is, I don't know how you feel about the music of, of, of the of some of these anime, but the music in Macross is super popular uh, for its time, and I think it still holds up. I mean, it's not the same soundtrack to, um, what is the soundtrack I'm thinking about? Um, Bubblegum Crisis. Bubblegum Crisis, I think the soundtrack to Bubblegum Crisis is by far the greatest soundtrack vocal soundtrack I have ever listened to. But wow. <laughs> uh, listen, if you listen to the vocal tracks for Bubblegum Crisis, you're like, okay, I want to watch the anime as convoluted as the anime would be. And as convoluted as the history of what Bubblegum Crisis is. The music is absolutely incredible from the first track that you listen to, which is Tonight's Hurricane or Coma Hurricane. It's so 80s, it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect from beginning to end i i, I can attest to that <laughs> sure I, there are a few there's particularly the the second intro song for zeta and then the intro song for uh stardust memory are both really great like 80s anime like electro pop songs that i really love so i can appreciate that for sure <clears throat> yeah definitely definitely if you ever get the chance to listen to just the, I think you can go onto YouTube and look, look up the uh, vocal OST of Bubblegum mm-hmm. Crisis, and you're like, okay, I can see what Jose's talking about. Hands <laughs> down, here's my money. I want to copy the CDs because and it's actually take my money. <laughs> 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 but what is your what is your favorite limbs to build in a Gundam model or anything like that? What is your favorite part to build? I usually don't look forward to the limbs because it's just the same thing twice. For the most yeah. part. Well, what's your Usually, favorite place to start? Then? I always follow the instructions, yeah, so. so you have to do. <laughs> um, and it varies depending on the kit. Like sometimes it'll the first thing they'll do is have you put together the chest and head, and sometimes the first thing they'll have you start with is the legs. 
So yeah, it, it depends on the kit. Um, usually, m- my favorite bit is usually when when I've finished the main body of the suit and I put that all together. Um, but then, like, there are still weapons or accessories or stuff like that that's still left to do. But like, when I finish the main, like, you know, body of the robot, that that's that's probably my favorite part. <clears throat> What what is the ultimate Gundam that you're looking to build or be able to get there to be uh, into that level to be able to build? There's there's not so much any that I'm really intimidated by. It's more just a matter of price. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's one called the Deep Striker, which is Mm -hmm. this insane huge like 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 it's a deep space sniper basically, but it's this insane huge kit with like a gigantic you know like a gun that's twice as long as it is. And it's really cool. And I've even seen it at the hobby shop that I go shop at, but like, you know, it's always at least three, 300 what, bucks. <laughs> what series is it from? It's a UC series. Um, I think it might be from the comics or something. There's a bunch, there's a bunch of kits that have been made that are just only in manga that have never actually become like an actual show. Like the one I'm working on right now is the moon Gundam. Mm-hmm which is a, like, I guess it's actually a Xeon suit. It's like a prototype type Xeon suit. Um, and like that, that, that's the suit that they kind of put together before making the Sasabi, the char pilots in his counterattack. So it takes place like shortly before that. So I got a question for you. Yeah. Why isn't the Gauf custom, Gauf gun, um, Zaku, the Gauf, the ultimate Zaku, because it's literally the best Zaku around. Not only does it have these cables that electrify whoever it hits, but it's also a regular Zaku on top of that. And it, it, I think it's far better than Char Azernabel's Zaku. Because it's Char Azernabel's Zaku, which is just painted red and the same schematics as the regular Zaku. Why wasn't Char ever given a Gauf? Because I think the Gauf is really the ultimate. <laughs> I don't know. Um, (laughs) Sure, I like blue a lot too. Um, And, um, you know, Rambo Rao would tell you that that is Nozaku boy. Um, (laughs) Even though (laughs) it basically is just like a basically beefed up Zaku. So yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, I I think that it is really cool. The custom one from OAF MS team is really rad. Uh, I just made a little city base for that one yesterday um so yeah no the i mean the thing about char's suit is char is the one piling yet <laughs> exactly why couldn't they just give him like a couch i think they would have been he would have probably slaughtered even more people in the earth federation yeah that's like that's kind of part of the story where he is taking a little bit of a backseat if i recall like char is kind of out of out of the scenes for that one for that stretch of it and it's more about Rambaral and like the stuff with that that they deal with with there on earth um and i think by the time like char comes back to it like they've already made like newer stuff like the gelgoog because he does have one of those um yeah those things just not the greatest <laughs> they're so yeah they're slow. they're definitely they're not so as slow cool. and lumbering i'm like no they're definitely not as cool looking uh, i actually those? 
Those are the ones that they, uh, that they they sort of look like a missile that they go in the water. They're able to go into the water. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They use the they have the shield that's like a big diamond shape, and then they have the like they have the two bladed like beam spear, okay. and like they're they're like late. They're used more like later during the One Year War. They look like something <laughs> out of the Jetsons, I think, but that's just me. Yeah, they got like the weird, like weird kind of mohawk on the back of their head. The goof, or not the goof, the uh, the gal goof. It looks like a chicken, kind of. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I think it was probably just that by the time Shar uh, was back in action, they they were like, we need to give Shar a new, different suit to to be piloting, because we've already seen, you know, we we've seen Rambarel with goof. Yeah, the Galgu is good, but the one that I was thinking of is that weird lumbering one that they that that they that Char had. I think it's like brown. The oh, the that guy. Yeah, those are just so lumbering and slow. If you've ever played any of the um, or I think the the Gundam games when they came out of the PS2, I think it was called Earth. I think it was called Federation versus Zeon, and you actually get to play the original story of Gundam. That thing mm-hmm. is just. It's like, why? <laughs> yeah, those that, that's like I, I actually have a I got I also make the the SD kits, so the like the little chibi kits. Mm-hmm. Um and, and I got a series of that one that was like the three Xeon aquatic ones. So it's like that guy and then like the um Zagok. Yeah, that's another one. <laughs> and the Gog. Those, those three, I'm like, oh. and 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 yeah, they're like the three weird lumbering water. They're the, they're the water boys. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm like, I mean, you guys could have designed something far, far better than these. What was the hardest king you ever built? The hardest I ever built. Yeah. It was probably the full armor Gundam unicorn, uh, real grade, which was one that I bought right after getting back into the hobby. Um, like you know, I like I got uh I got a tax return and I was like, all right, I'm buying a big I'm buying a big ass kit, <laughs> you know, like I'm going for it. Mm-hmm. Um and I went to Barnes and Noble and they didn't have the one I wanted to get, which was a one one hundred double zeta that I had seen there a few times, but they had this full armor, real grade unicorn, and I was like, All right, I'll I'll go with that because I love Gundam Unicorn. Um and that's real gate. Real grade kits, um, the earlier they are, have a lot of problems. <laughs> They're commonly called hand grenades, like in the building communities. Mm. So you like, you got to have your glue handy, or pieces are going to be falling off all the time. Mm. Um, I've since built two other uh, unicorn real grade kits, and they're all annoying because they all have the transforming aspect of them. Um, but yeah, that the full armor one just has so much stuff because it, it's it's so it's the full suit with all the transforming business, and then it's giant backpack with like six Gatling guns and three shields and jet boosters and <laughs> like twelve missile launch or bazookas or whatever, and then like a big giant like beam glaive. So yeah, that one it was a lot, and it was it was it was probably too much for me first dipping my toe back in. <laughs> What's the what's the Gundam building scene over in Denver? Is it is building Gundams very popular that you're able to find models everywhere anywhere? 
Or is it very difficult to find models that you have to more or less buy them from the net? No, I've I've had very good luck. There's a hobby store that's like five minute drive away from me that has like not not an insane like it's a big hobby store. So they have like model trains and all kinds of stuff. They do, they have had events there. I know they've had like people meet up and do building together and stuff like that. Um, so so there's there's definitely a scene. Um, I'll definitely I'll definitely go there and like, I'll see something I want, but can't afford. And I'll be like, next time I'll come back and it'll be long gone. Um, so yeah, like there's a healthy, healthy community of people building here and it's starting to show up in more places like target and like hobby lobby has them. So yeah, I've, I've not had much trouble. There's also a couple of pretty good uh, online retailers that like have good selection and won't screw you over. Can you decide what's the next Gundam that you want to build after working on the Moon Gundam? Well, I already have my next one lined up, which is a Gelgoog. It's uh, Char's Gelgoog. Um, I got I got this little uh, city base that you can put together, and that's what I put my goof custom on because his big fight is in a city. Um, and while I was ordering that, um, they were having a little sale, and so I started just thumbing through the cheap HG kits that they had, and I saw Shores Galgoog and I was like, hey, I don't have a Galgoog yet. And it was $17. So price is right. Perfect. So yeah, that's that's the next one I got lined up. Yeah, it's, I see a lot. There's lots of people I'll see in the like Facebook groups and stuff I'm for that are builders. Yeah. That will just have like when they put the what? lights in there, when they put lights inside the Gundam and all the lights start turning on. Oh yeah, the, the LED lights, those are cool. I haven't messed around with that either. But no, like I'll see people like with their backlog. And it's just like a wall of kits, <laughs> untouched. Um, and it's like, I, I think it's either like people just have impulse control problems or they're also like people who do it at a professional level, like I was talking about earlier, where they're going nuts with the fill in the seams and doing full paint jobs and everything because all that stuff takes forever. Yeah, um, yeah, that's why I like to do just a straight builds, clean up all the, the nubs and stuff on it panel line it do some painting if needed and then i'm done i put it on my shelf everybody got time and, for that <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. like I, I have i have two small children and numerous other hobbies you know yeah. like <laughs> you get the right shotgun with either amado ray or char azanaba who would you write a shotgun with oh char yeah me too i think i'm shy nope. too much of a softy although i'm no, no badass but that one was badass, but not you don't think you'll get like nauseous I, with Char flying around is, and juking moves and spinning around and doing all those things. You know what's crazy is that Char is an adult and here goes Amuro, a kid. Uh, Amuro's not that much younger than him though. Yeah, but he's he's like a, what, 16 and Char is maybe like 28, 22 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like Char is distinctly an adult. Char is like yeah, 25. I mean, it's, it's just Amaro's like, you know, 17 at the start yeah, of it. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So you think about like kids versus adults. Like it's always been like, it's always been something controversial too. Like kids versus adults. Like you see certain things about anime and you go like, huh? Like yeah, but they what, is, present, what is the conflict? They presented that they're more peers than anything. That they're within the same like age range. No, they're not that much. What is a, t- a teenager? Well, like, and the other one could drink if he wants. <laughs> well, and that's that's really shown in the part where they meet each other in 079. Mm-hmm. Um, there's that part where 
they're both on, they're both they're they're all on a colony where there's a there's a ceasefire like there's a truce there so there's no war there so both Zeon and Federation troops are there and like Amaro gets stuck in the mud or something in his car I think mm-hmm. and yeah. the people people who drive by him happen to be Shar and Lala so Shar helps him out yeah Shar helps him helps him get his car out and Shar is like super chill and like very polite and is like a little like and Amaro's like oh my god shit because like Amaro knows that it's Char you know Char doesn't know it's Amaro but Amaro's like fuck <laughs> and so, but and then Lala he's also like it. right but he, but Amaro's just like trying to be chill and like go along with this and then like Char's like you know you could say thank you I know we're enemy pilots and all but like you know I did help you out and he's like oh I'm so sorry and then Amaro starts being very polite but like you know it's it's very exemplified there because yeah like Char is a cool adult who's helping, you know, this floundering teen out. (laughs) But then when they hop on their suits, it's another matter. I really wish Gundam gained more traction here in the States, that more people, like, they would bring more models over here, uh, or some sort of accessibility, or at least translation of the manuals, and bringing them over here for people to be able to build. Because they they sort of started with um, Wing, and then they completely stopped. And it's just a shame because the series are so much deep and rich in story and whatnot that you can, yeah. you can market it over here in the United States. But I guess it's just easier. Just leave it as is and just give them the instructions. People follow the numbers and yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's what you really do. That's and how I, I got started. You use uh, Google Translate now with the phone, I guess. But, yeah, yeah, that's another thing, too. I've never that, needed it. Yeah. I always just... Th- it tells you that when you're when you're building, you know, it says, you know, A1 piece 28. And that's always yes, been but I'm good telling you, man, that, 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 that crossbones, I'm, I'm going to have to rebuy for a third time. And maybe the third time's a charm. What would, what would be the, the Gundam model that you would recommend people to build that's, that they should stop? I would say the 70, oh, 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 like you said a, you said a start out on yeah to start out on i would go with just a good old zaku um i really like the zaku i think it's a really classic design i think it's even more like iconic than the gundam itself in terms of like just like when you think of gundam i don't automatically think of the white gundam i think of that thing that is the sky filled with zakus with the red one in the front um so yeah, I would I would say just a good old Zaku. Um, a lot like Target now, I think, has just like Shar Zaku and and like the the original Gundam um, HG kits. Uh, HG is the best place to start. Um, it states stands for a high grade. Um, yeah, that's how I started HG. Yep. I think you started HG. HG. Yeah. You started HG. I think you no, started, I started HG. Yep. HG is one one forty four scale which means they're generally around, you know, like six inches standard action figure size. Yeah, this is, this is HG. Yep. Yeah. And then um, an MG is bigger and more detailed. That Those are one one hundreds. I think my favorite Gundam that I ever built, I have to rebuy it again because I even see, I saw it today, was uh, Heavy Arms, Heavy oh. Arms uh, for Endless Waltz. That one was yep. so cool. But it's so it's like it's falling apart. It's so not have to get a new one. But that was <laughs> yeah. that was such a cool build. Like the way they even drew him, the way they drew like 
they, they made like it was just like a stacked Gundam that if yeah, you, man, see, all those, you all just those, want to run away. All from those that. compartments, all those compartments pop open and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> now it's fired. Yeah. Now it's got, even the head, rockets, even the head has bullets, bro. Like you know, yeah, because now bullets. it's now it's shooting missiles at you. There's there's two more chain guns yeah. in its chest and coming from its head and stuff. It's got the missiles yeah. by the yeah. ankles. He's got the missiles by the <laughs> yep. ankles. He's got yep, his chest compartment. Yeah, that was the best one. The shoots all like even even the original heavy. The original heavy arms is cool to go. Yeah, but the, the heavy like original that. heavy arms is the worst because once it runs out of bullets. <laughs> no, but no, that's actually better than the the old the he's, heavy arm. He's board. got a little knife. Yeah, he he's has a little, little knife, knife on the arm. end. Like if he takes off his arm, he has a little he has a knife. But with this one, the one that came yeah, out, for, one, zero, just yeah, you ran out of bullets. You're done. Like you just have to fight. <laughs> you just you know. Yeah, but that I mean, actually is I, one of the next kits I'm planning to get. Is the heavy one? arms? Oh, the heavy, the heavy arms? arms. Yeah, you're gonna love that. Yeah, because I I love building yeah, that um, one. Like back in the day, I made I made all of the wing ones. Like I made all the normal ones. I made like all the endless waltz versions. Mm-hmm. I had like one one hundred large sizes of like all five of the endless waltz kits. Like and the toggies from it. Um, you guys are gonna get me right back into government. <laughs> <laughs> After this, is like shit. I gotta get some now. Yeah. <laughs> since, since like I've been looking at the ones I want to buy, yeah, I'm gonna have to get into this hobby again because up. I love it, but I stopped it because I, I was like, eh. Then I now I want to get like it's bringing back memories, man. They're bringing back memories. <laughs> I'll show you the one I have. Oh, yeah. Since I got it. since I got back into the hobby, I've mainly only built like a couple Iron Blooded Orphan kits because my friend bought them for me. Yeah. And then like uh, I didn't I didn't have a Barbatos, so I was like I got to at least get a Barbatos. Mm-hmm. But apart from that, it's almost exclusively been the UC that I've built from. Um, and then I finally got uh, my first wing kit, which was the Tall Geese which is a real grade. Real grade is the same size as an HG, but it has the detail of an MG. So it's like the detail of a one one hundred size. So they're really detailed. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that full armored unicorn that I mentioned earlier, like that was one of them. And like, yeah, the later ones are designed much better. Like the Sasabi is like one of my favorite builds ever. Um, the RG Sasabi, because they just really figured out how to put that together properly um and it's not a hand grenade you know it's it's sturdy and this tall geese was the same it was a sturdy fine fine product that was done and yeah i just i'd been waiting for for the right the right wing kit to to pull me back into that and yeah i was at my <laughs> I was really at my hobby I'm like, oh man, I gotta buy this right now. Someone like now, now is selling the Garma Zabi, a Garma Zabi Zaku, oh, Garma Zaku, which I thought think is awesome. The two ones that I've been wanting to buy for the longest time are the Musha Gundams, the Shin Musha Gundam, and the Shin Musha Gundam Two. If you remember from Dynasty Warriors Gundam, oh games, yeah, that's the red one that looks like a. Straight up samurai, yeah. and then the blue one, which is a newer one, that's almost impossible to defeat. That that's a, the newer model, and I love those. The one that I really wanted was the red one because that one actually gives you the um. It's like the war. It it gives you a, a, a place to be able to place a sword, so like a sword holder for oh, yeah. the blades, and it gives you like this Japanese background aesthetic oh, background. Nice. And I'm like, I I want that kit so badly. 
know what? I always like building bulky Gundams. I don't know why. They just look so cool. You gotta build the Zakus. Zakus are bulky. Bulky bulky Gundams are just... Yeah. The way they... Not not the the mobile suits. I'm talking about the actual Gundams. Because, like, you know, there's a difference between mobile suits and the Gundams. But just the Gundams itself. Those... Those Gundams, those those uh, like bulky stacked up Gundams that looks like they're like steroids. Yeah, like the GPO, the GPO two, yeah, eighty three, the super chunky boy, this fella. Yeah, exactly. Uh huh. Yeah, I've seen that one. Uh huh. Yeah, those are so cool. Yeah, I love that guy. He's one of my favorites. Yeah, because he's a he's a big chunky weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think like me. Uh, I think the easiest Gundam I ever built, I say, it was the Shining Gundam. That one was so simple. I built that one yeah. like, not even in an hour, like a couple of hours, maybe. I've always wanted yeah, to watch that series. That shit. <laughs> I, was, I, I still got some in my room. I always wanted to build that series. I watched that series, G Gundam, but I heard it's okay. It's very goofy. It's, it's so goofy. Um, probably borderline racist, like a lot. It's been a long time since I watched it, so I couldn't speak. Yeah to that but there's lots of stereotypes in it because the premise of that one is basically like what if dragon ball were gundam mm, yeah. um so it's like a world world term every every country sends their their gundam to fight in this tournament to decide the fiscal budget for the year or something i don't even remember what the tournament is for <laughs> but it's like chock full of stereotypes like um the 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 gundam from mexico is called Tequila Gundam. <laughs> and it, it wears a sombrero, and its pauldrons look like a cactus. Wow! Yeah, because what they, what's so special Here, about I, the anime is that these, I, like, I have uh, a sticker of it even. <laughs> wow! The the anim, that anime is that the the fighter, the, the the particular pilot is in like this chamber as he's punching the Gundam is moving. Oh, it's very it's much like cool. real, like that real steel, I think it's called. Yeah. Yeah, that, that one at least actually makes more sense because it's just copying exactly what the person inside is doing. Because mm-hmm. that, or, or um, kind of like um, what's it called? Pacific Rim? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because in that, like they're actually making the motions of what the robot is copying doing outside. So, so yeah. <laughs> I'll give I'll give G Gundam that at least. Yeah, that's what that's why I gotta say. Like I remember seeing that because he was fighting one. I think it was his, his mentor, or his teacher, the main character. Yeah, yeah. And, no one has yeah. to fight ma- the master. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I, I honestly, I don't know. I just love at mech anime because of the fact that like it started off as Techman Blade for me. I don't know if you ever seen it. And in the United States, it was called Technoman series. So when I started Turbo. watching it. You ever seen it? I've heard of it. I don't yeah, think I've yeah, seen yeah. And, and basically, from there, like when I saw this guy get into the like this this uh, armored suit, I was like, mm. "Whoa, this is cool! Like, why don't they make this bigger in the United States like that?" But like, they didn't finish the whole entire series in in uh, the U.S. I'm not too sure if they. Yeah, I don't think they finished it. it plus, it was very censored, highly yeah. censored. But it was really cool, mm. man. I really, really loved watching that when I, when it was available on UPN on Channel 9 in New York. It was really cool like to see that actually, like I did not even know I was watching an anime until that. I think that was the first mech anime I've ever seen and maybe the first anime I've ever seen. The first movie anime I've ever seen was Akira. 
And that right there took me by storm when I saw that. I really need sure a, a model to be able to build a motorcycle. <laughs> a model, a kit to build that motorcycle because man, oh. I, yeah, I, I have a it. few. I have a few ver- versions of it. The um, the McFarlane toys that they made of it mm-hmm. long ago. I have a couple of those that look yeah, pretty good. Yeah, but they don't have but a you, kit that you can assemble that motorcycle, man. Right, I would absolutely buy an Akira mm-hmm. kit for the bike. No, we should yeah. just make one, bro. <laughs> we'll weld no, it together. Yeah, we'll weld it. yeah, exactly. Get the engine in there. You know, that's such yeah. a cool bike, man. I always wanted to. I saw bike. someone actually in Japan assemble something very similar to it. They just took the outer frame of the, uh, they built the outer frame and put it on top of the motorcycle. Yeah, I thought it yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But Owen, is there any series that you would recommend people start with? Do you think they should start with Gundam Wing, or do you prefer them start on the Universal Century uh, uh, line? Yeah, I'd say Universal Century at this point. Um, I haven't revisited Gundam Wing uh, since I got back into it, but I've heard that it kind of falls apart pretty bad on the second half of it. Um, like, I think... The, just the production of it was very troubled from what I remember and like characters start making decisions that make no sense for them and stuff like that. So yeah, um, I would say give, give the original Gundam a try if you, if you can hang with it. It's very old. It came out in 1979, so the animation is not stellar. Um, but it's very charming, uh, I think. And like the characters in it are really great. Um, and you don't have to watch the entire series. The, the trilogy movies are all on Netflix right now. Um, and they do, they do a pretty damn good job of condensing a like 43 episode show into three, two and a half hour movies yeah, and getting totally like, agree. and getting the major beats across. I totally um, so I would say, yeah, I would say give those a shot. Um, yeah. I like those a lot. Um, I think that, it's very thought-provoking and very emotionally driven, the, the, the movies, and even the yeah. series itself. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, if you like that, then you could move on to Shars uh, Counterattack, which is also on Netflix currently, um, which kind of wraps up that whole thing with, with Amaro and Char. Um, that, you know, there's Zeta and Double Zeta in between it and a bunch of others, but like, if you just wanted to keep up with Amaro and and Char's thing, basically, you could just do those four movies. And uh, yeah, they'd probably give give you enough uh, taste to see if see if this is a thing that interests you. Yeah, um, I've watched a number of the other like spin-off ones that I thought were okay. But yeah, mm-hmm. UC is is the one that 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 really hits the spot for me. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that front because like I said, the stories are very great. Um, you can wander off and splinter off from there and even read the novelizations. The novelizations were very excellent, but they end very, very different from the actual series itself. Yes. And, um, <laughs> and um, even if you want to get even before the Universal Century line, before you watch the, um, the, the those movies, you can even start with Gundam Origin, which gives you the very oh, yeah. beginning of the characters before they, they enter into the, the, the major war. You get to see some of the orchestrations that led up to the one-year war, the Universal War in 079, 078, yeah, 079. Gundam the Origin, also a great show. Uh, yeah. Also short, only 13 episodes. It's mainly about Char, but it sprinkles in a bunch of the other like major characters of the show too. 
I think it's it's there's I've heard some wank about how it's not technically canon or something like that. But to that I say, who cares? Um <laughs> exactly. it doesn't matter. There's so much to this timeline now anyway. Um and even read the books if you want to. The books are great. I own the books, all 12 of them, and they're excellent reads. Yeah. Yeah, and there's like there's there's stuff like there's stuff that happens that takes place after Unicorn that like like if things ended the way they did in Unicorn, then it shouldn't really happen. This other stuff that happens. Um, So like I've heard people that say that you can kind of consider that there's like alternate timelines there that like if it'll split off one way, like if if it's Unicorn that'll split off, it'll go with like Hathaway Flash and stuff. And then the other way, it'll go with like F91 and Victory and like Crossbones eventually, I guess. I still think it's really funny that Crossbones is considered part of the UC because it's so goddamn ridiculous. It looks such a cool model, though. But I want to ask you a question. What, anim- what Gundam anime do you recommend not anyone watching? Like, stay away from this one. Don't watch this one because this one, yeah, it's all convoluted. Um, I heard Gundam X is one of them. I haven't watched that one. Yeah. I, I'd say probably for me, the one I enjoyed the least was Iron Blooded Orphans. Um, there's, 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 there's some cool stuff in it, but there was a lot of stuff that I was like, okay, or I was just bored by, or I was like, yeah, or I was like, oh, cool, this guy has a harem. Uh, <laughs> this guy has a child bride. Oh god. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, there's some harem anime where that I'm all right with, where it's not speci- where it's not explicitly a harem. You know, it's just a, a one lucky guy who has a lot of girls who are into him. Uh, this yeah. has a literal harem in it. There is a man who has Ladies a collection man, of women. Huh? If you're going to do yeah, Gundam, there's... you're going to do Gundam big, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so like, uh, so, yeah. Michael in the background. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I'm now I'm more into it. Yeah. Owen, thank you so much for joining us. I'm glad to have sure a conversation thanks. with you on Gundam. Yeah, Anytime awesome. you want to come back, we can talk to you more about anime or anything that you know that uh, um, we certainly have an anime in common. So even that, sure. if you want to talk movies or even Marvel stuff, trust me, I'm down. Yeah. So, um, if anyone wants to follow you on Twitter, do you have a Twitter handle? Nope, don't. <laughs> uh, well, I'll be seeing you yeah. on Facebook then. <laughs> oh, oh, word up, man. He, he's Owen in, uh, uh, in Denver, Kevin in New York, Kevin in New York. I'm Jose in New York. Thank you for listening to Talking Jays, certainly. And keep on building those models.